Good morning. Speak, friend, and enter the clanging bottle. <laughs> the Bag End Book Club. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Autumn. I don't think my uh, water bottle was making that much noise. I saw it on the waveform. Jackson. Hello. M. I'm considering this a win. We are finishing the Quintus Silmarillion the night before the fucking Lord of the Rings show starts. Yeah. Uh, when gonna, is the chapter that deals with the... Dub. Isn't the chapter that deals with Lord of the Rings show stuff in two episodes? Next episode, because we're finishing the book next episode. So I both, guess technically we missed it, but it's all shit you know. The next the next chapter is about a Numenor fucking going underwater, and then the next one's like Sauron made some rings and some hobbits threw into a volcano. Like, it's the easiest shit in the world. We covered it. <laughs> the hobbits did throw it into a volcano. That was pretty <laughs> sick. Uh, I don't think the hobbits did throw it into a volcano. That's not how well, I remember <laughs> There were two or three hobbits, depending on how you want to fucking count things, and the ring ended up getting in the volcano, so... Uh... Smeagol counts as a hobbit by all the lore of Lord of the Rings, basically. Yeah, but he, no one was no one threw anything in. He fell in. Lord, whatever, whatever. We're done. We did it. We crossed the finish line. Everything we got one more like wrap up thing, and then we got some movies and shit. But we managed to make it on on the deadline, despite the fact that we gave up on hitting the deadline. Well, to be fair, it seems like this show is mostly going to be Numenor stuff, right? Or am I misremembering? Yes. So. But we know all that because we read the fucking appendices of Lord of the Rings. I don't feel like we missed anything yeah. here. I think we're fine. Um, Autumn, I'm not going to watch the show. Everything about the show seems genuinely repellent to Autumn, me. Can you tell me anything um, about Numenor? Okay. Here's the thing. I wasn't going to watch the show. But now you are. <laughs> and then this week we watched that god-awful uh, Game of Thrones show that came out. Oh, is it bad? I heard it was good. Oh, it was dreadful. <laughs> Everyone seems to like it. I just, I just don't do this. Isn't it I just, fun to don't do go violence here. against women? Isn't that great? Oh, I was I told it. it was fun to have people stand in rooms and go, "What would you have me do?" Which is what I was told is seventy five percent. I do. I do actually like it when people stand in rooms and go. The thing is, I can watch Shakespeare adaptations right the fuck now. <laughs> I mean, you can. This- there are lots of them that have been made, but you can't watch them weekly on TV. The thing is, is no, but honestly, there's enough of them that I could probably, uh, that's true. You know, you have to understand. For one thing, the king is not even trying to have an accent. The second thing is, he calls in Matt Smith while holding his sword, sitting on his throne. He's like, "Did you say it? (laughs) Did you make a joke about my infant son who died while he's holding this big sword?" I thought it was and does Matt Smith terrible. go? He he does do that. Because <laughs> I assume Matt Smith. Okay, so ha- that was not a seen flawless a se- Matt Smith impression. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen a second of House of the Dragon. Uh, he, but he gives a speech at one point, and he literally is just doing the Eleventh Doctor. Like it's just <laughs> my my gut. My gut guess says that. That is a show in which Matt Smith's character is like a weird, kind of awkward buffoon, but secretly malevolent evil guy who's controlling behind the scenes, but he presents really awkward. Is that what he's doing? I think it's more he's kind of a fail son who's becoming more nefarious. As he realizes that he can't fail son anymore, he's like, well, fuck it, I'll just take the shit then. Yeah. Fail son only gets you so far in monarchy. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> that's, you're not have- that's not true. That's not true. 
it gets you basically right to the fucking finish line in Monarchy. Kind of depends what Monarchy, but it can get you a long way. He's been handed like six different jobs by the king, and he's fucked all of them up. And he's like, how come you never wanted me to be the hand of the king? And he's like, man, you suck. (laughs) That's why. Anyway, that show was so bad that now I'm like, well, can the can the Lord of the Rings show be worse? Yes, Maybe, in a but way. I want to find out now. You saw that evil. Video. You saw <laughs> the, seen the opening, right? I didn't realize that was the opening, but I'm told that is the, actually the opening. Oh, I don't know that I. Did I was see told that show. is not actually the opening. Okay, then I stand corrected. Because I was like, "There's no uh, way yeah, it's the opening." I just saw, I just saw it in some reply, someone being like, "That wasn't actually the opening. That's that was from like a photo shoot thing that they put together because it was funny, okay. I, whatever." Which, if it to was be the fair, opening, was kind of funny. I would be more excited for the show than if it wasn't the opening. But I assume the opening. The is thing, some... the thing about that thing is not that it looks like a cheap FMV game. That's charming and fine. It's that the score yes. clearly likes Howard Shore, but has no idea what the fuck a theme is, and is going to be miserable. It's going to be fucking miserable. Uh, Rings of Power composer. Who did they get? It's Bear McCurry, isn't it? Right. Fuck. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be a disaster. The, conspo- the, the, the composer of Spoken is here. Um. <laughs> wow, that just happened. <laughs> Can we talk about the Silmarillion? Yeah, let's talk. About I, the I mean, it's a place that would not exactly cool up. Uh. <laughs> the 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 last note about Rings of Power is that the copies of Lord of the Rings that we have at the place I work have rings of power covers. Ugh. Gross. Ugh. Gross. Um, okay. Easiest chapters to summarize that we've had in a long ass time. Tuor is Hurin's grandson, or one of his grandchildren, I guess. Um, he has a real rough childhood, and eventually Olmo is like chooses this guy to be um his messenger to tell Gondolin that Gondolin's about to fall. Um and Nora, can you go back to the uh chapter summary so that I can remember the guy's name? Is it Thingol? Who's the Turgon? Who's the king of Gondolin? This is fucking me up right now. Tur Turgon? Turgon. 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 Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um so Olmo sends Tuor uh, to warn Turgon uh, that Gondolin's going to fall. And Turgon says, I don't believe you. Eh, Why shouldn't I have power in Gondolin? Uh, He specifically sends him to go get the the armor that he set there like 200 years ago when he abandoned his old like tower specifically when a guy comes wearing this armor you listen to whatever the fuck he has to say because it's the end of the world is about yeah, to happen yeah and Turgon's like okay when I see that armor I'm definitely gonna listen and now it's been a couple centuries and he's like eh, do I have to I love I love when I get to open an, an ancient uh, tower and get legendary armor <laughs> I love Legend of Zelda I love Dragon Quest <laughs> um so Tuor uh, is just hanging out in Gondolin, and Turgon is like, well, you are the messenger of Ulmo, so I will let you marry my daughter. And Maeglin is pissed off about this. Uh, Maeglin, the the incel of Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Maeglin goes and tattles to to Morgoth about where Gondolin is. Well, that's not true. What, What is true? Maeglin likes to go out into the caves. 
mm-hmm. beyond Gondolin when he's not supposed to go. Mm-hmm. He's captured by Morgoth. And Morgoth is like, I'm going to get you. He's like, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> yeah, Maeglin is like, you don't got to get me, dude. I, I, I'll help you out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so uh, he sends Maeglin back to Gondolin. Gondolin's like glad handing everybody like, hey, I didn't betray anybody. It's uh, Everything's going good. Um, and what's a Balrog? <laughs> eventually, Morgoth and his forces show up, and Maeglin like launches attack from inside the city, and shit gets real bad real fast. Glorfindel fights a Balrog and dies. And dies. Hey, remember that time I said I had something along the lines of Elrond's dad is a astronaut? Okay. Remember in the fellowship when I was like, oh, I thought I found a thing by accident. That's funny. Yeah. So the Glorfindel's a fucking zombie. <laughs> Glorfindel is not a zombie. <laughs> he died. Sure, but like, so did Gandalf. Gandalf's not Gandalf's a zombie. Gandalf's a zombie. Gandalf's a lich. You are this close to Jesus is a zombie posting right now, Nora, in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is that a type of posting? Yes. Uh, yes. It was a very epic win type of posting back in the day. <laughs> Extremely. You're about to post some crack.com articles from 2008 type posting. I don't deserve this. <laughs> I deserve um, to be spoken to. I, with- I'll be honest. You and Jackson both are people who I constantly think are one day away from crack.com posting. What the fuck? So. <laughs> Why catching these strains? I deserve to be treated. I, this is just true this. facts about both of you. This is why Nora Jackson is a, po- is a powerful combination. I understand. We both have more familiarity with like that era of stupid internet because you're a bit older at that time. You just have you just have a poster's heart, both of you. Yes, no, but it's in different. It's in different emphases. And crack.com is where the posters went back in the day before posting was a thing people That's did. not true, because uh, Crack.com was a lame side at the time of, of Crack.com, because all the, like, posters... Let me tell you about Twitter.com. Sure, but all the posters are on something off. You know what? I'm glad I wasn't... So- understand many people listening something old people you all put po- uh, there's that one image i have you all post like you're the fucking philosophers from metal gear it's intolerable you understand oh you, you don't know the secret law jimmy 352 on something awful he's actually the founder of the internet and that's basically what something awful post read like to me yes yes no they're all like that load bearing drywall that one is like it is funny uh, i get it it's funny, funny. It- i just remember that being the era of like sure i'll read a, a listicle in, which I would never do now. I would never I read click on so many like listicles back then. Ten funny. I was I was really into Sean Baby. That was my particular hole of the internet. What is Sean Baby? Sean Baby specifically wrote. He was on Cracked, right? But he had his own site. And he wrote. He wrote in EGM. He did like video yeah. game versions of these listicles. It's how I, it's how I know about every porn game for the Atari 2600, a console that I'm too young for. Mm-hmm. I just went to crack.com and it appears to be a normal listicle site now. Yeah, which of is course. Surreal. Think, yeah. It, 15 bizarre food and restaurant facts. Uh, <laughs> is Gen Z too soft to become great? Video. <laughs> Oh my god, we have to talk about Lord of the Rings. We can't do okay, this. Say, yeah. I'm taking away crack.com. We're back to silverillionwriterskill.org. Um, so, I forgot to mention that before Gondolin Falls, uh, Tuor and um, what's her name? Idril. have a son named Eärendil, who is half elven. Um, so, after Gondolin Falls, 
they go and meet up with uh, the people who were uh, from Doriath, um, and they're like, man, it, it sucks when our shit dies. Anyway, we've got two half-elven people here, uh, and they get married. Um, and they have a son, or they have two sons, uh, Elrond and Elros. We know a little bit about them. We'll come back to them in a minute. Um, but I'm trying to remember if there's anything else super important in this chapter. Uh, Morgoth thought then that he was successful, that what remained of the elves was no threat to him. And Ulmo begged the Valar on behalf of the elves, asking they would be forgiven and aided in their fight against Morgoth. But it is said that only one speaking on the on behalf of elves and men could have persuaded Manway, could have persuaded Manway, and the hour for the Valar to lend their assistance had not yet come. You skipped over the Maeglin. Oh, what happens with Maeglin? I forget now. He takes Idril, and Tuor throws him off the walls of the city, and he is smote upon the the side of the mountain three times before he falls into the fires below. Right. Maglin fucking eats it. <laughs> Maglin goes bounce, bounce, bounce. Um. Oh right, and last but not least, Tuor and Idril uh, sail west, and Tuor is like uh, the Who only knows man. Whether the water took him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His well, we do know whether the water took him. His fate was sunder sundered from that of mortal men, and he was joined to the Noldor. Uh, so yeah, that's the second to last chapter of the Quint Silmarillion. Um, I'll do the next chapter unless anybody is like, oh, stop, I want to say something. No, this is short. <laughs> We're like, this is, everyone's wrapping this shit up. Yeah, yeah we, we come to the end, Tim. So next chapter of the voyage of Arendelle and the War of the Wrath. You might remember that uh, at the end of the last chapter, someone said, someone should go on behalf of the elves and the men to plead to the Valar, and Arendelle is like, I can do that. So he sets sail and has a bad time. Not a bad time, it's just that he doesn't really make much progress. Um, while he's away, um, who comes and attacks Elwing? Is it Morgoth? No. Do, 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 do. Someone c shows up and attacks wherever Elwing is ha hiding out, and she's like, oh man, I wish my husband was here. Um... It's the sons of Feanor being dicks like always because she's got a Silmaril. How many of them are kicking around? <laughs> Two. Damn. So, <clears throat> where, it was at this point when I was reading, I had to go refresh myself. So, one Silmaril is in, is in Elwing's possession. The other two are still in Morgoth's crown. That's going to become important. Um, so, the sons of Feanor come after Elwing. Um, and rather than let them have a Silmaril, she, like, throws herself into the sea. And Ulmo is like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, no, 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 I'm gonna help you out. <laughs> and she, and Ulmo takes Elwing to Arendelle, and, um, do they set sail for Valinor right away, or do they do something else first? I don't remember. Uh, I'm gonna skim this summary here. Um, no, they just set out. So um, now with the Silmaril lighting the way, they're able to get to Val Valinor um, relatively easily. And Arendelle is like, I have to go alone. And Elwing is like, no, I'll go with you because I love you. And the Valar are like, okay, we like, we like these two. We'll, we'll hear what they have to say. Uh, Arendelle pleads um, on behalf of elves and men 
to um, somebody to come and help with this whole Morgoth situation. And so the Valar uh, come and help with the whole Morgoth situation. Uh, and they clean house, you know? They, they fucking handle Morgoth. <laughs> um, and Morgoth is cast into the outer darkness. Um, blah, 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 Whatever blah. that means. Whatever um. that means. <laughs> um, they send... Um, basically... A lot, a lot happens, and also not very much because it's a pretty short chapter. The fate of the three Silmarils ends up that the one that Elwing had um, gets set as a star, and Arendil flies around in the skies with that as his like northern light, basically. So one of them is up in the sky. Pretty sure it's on the ship. Only when he is sailing. The rest of the time it is a star. Anyway, the two sons of Feanor um, end up with the two Silmarils that were in Morgoth's crown before Morgoth was cast into the Outer Darkness. Uh, they're like, one of them says, hey, man, maybe the, the Val... <laughs> so the Valar are like, hey, you, your family has been fucking everything up because of this stupid oath for centuries. Can you leave the Silmarils the fuck alone. And one of the uh, sons of Feanor says, yeah, I think we should do that. We swore our oath to the Valar, and now the Valar are telling us our oath is void. I think we're good. The other son of Feanor says, but I want them. <laughs> and they, the first one goes along with it. So they take the Silmarils. Uh, goes pretty bad for them. The one who was doubtful... Um, immediately realizes the error of his ways and casts himself into, like, the nearest Mount Doom. Uh, the other guy... Um, or I might have this backwards, but anyway, one of them casts himself into Mount Doom. Uh, not the Mount Doom, just a... Literally, the, the, this is, like, as the Earth swallows him up because bad things are happening everywhere else. And the other guy... Yeah. The thing, like, because they have hold on to this oath for so long the Silmarils themselves have forsaken the sons of Feanor mm -hmm. um, so now when he holds on to it it burns him like it did the wolf and so he, and he throws he it into tried the to fucking sea he, uh, he, he throws himself into the sea holding on to it I think is what that no 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 that's right he throws in the sea and then wanders the sea forever wishing it would come back or whatever yeah truly haunted there's some really good um, I'm not gonna pull it up right now but if you go to Tolkien Gateway and do the Silmarils there's really good art of him casting it into the sea so that's good. Um, and so one is under the earth and one is deep in the waters and one is in the stars and that's where they'll be forever and ever. Yep. The that's end. what Mando said at the start and that's what happened. Um, Why could... Okay. Question. Yeah. Silmaril in the sea. Can't get that one back, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, of the three, that's probably the one you could get back. I'm just saying, like, they said that they couldn't put the ring in the sea. But they can hide a silver yeah. on the sea, no problem. Olmo, what are you doing? Olmo, help us out. I believe that Olmo could put a jewel in the sea where someone couldn't find it in a way that, like, the hobbits could not. Yeah, that's the thing. It, this art that I just mentioned doesn't just show him, like, tossing it over a cliff. He, like, 
chucks it and it like sails off like a shooting star for a while basically i'm sure it drops because it has to drop but it's like thousands of miles out there you know it's not like he just throws it in a it, you know he sets it on the beach and lets the tide do it. Yeah, that's what I meant with the ring, is to set it on the beach and let the tide take it. Yeah, that's what I was... I was talking about putting the least of effort possible into this project. Now, to be, to be clear, <laughs> the ring does fall in a body of water. They did that. There is a, that is a way that they got... It doesn't work, famously. Yeah, in they the did Lord of the Rings, this hypothesis. <laughs> A river. It, did, it, it was hidden for multiple hundreds of years, though, when they did that. So. Like that's the that's why they can't put it in. Not because it wouldn't hide it or like work. It's because the ring will like Silmarils don't have the the same quality of the ring as like the ability to always. It looks, return. It looks for people yeah. to hold on to it. Yes. Yeah, but if it's far enough out in the ocean, what is it going to do? Corrupt a fish? Eventually, James Cameron is going to build a submarine and go <laughs> grab the ring from the Marianas Trench. I thought you were going to say that. James Cameron's avatar takes place on Arda. How <laughs> no. how much fanfic has been written about someone finding the the Silmaril on the sea in the modern day or the seventh age or whatever the fuck? That, oh, is that even know. a thing that any Probably Lord of the Rings fans I feel are like Tolkien in? fans are not interested in this. This is not an interesting like thought exercise. Um, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. One's in the sky, and I guess that's. I guess if you wanted to be like cinema sins about it, you could just go to space and capture that one. But um, it's not like it's weird because like the the uh, Arundel ship is a metaphor for the North Star, so like it, it's just also a star, right? Like it's a mythical ship yes. that goes across the heavens. Yes. Yeah, I'm still gonna uh, write a Shannon Jump manga about collecting the Silmarils rails in the modern day, though. I think, I, I think okay, that that's fine. <laughs> I feel for oh, some reason I feel like it has to be a Stephen Chenna manga. It can't be a book. That's too this, too serious. This is just you wanting. I'm a Hobbit and a neat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not an isekai. It's not an isekai. It's set in the modern day. But he is. A yeah, t- but like, but like the races of Lord of the Rings are still there. So are they? No, they're not. Only the Simrols are there. If it anyway, um, what the, 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 the? All, anyway, the 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 Silmarils are all taken care of. Um, and then the world gets, you know, fucked up real bad. Yeah. In the big fight. Yeah. World gets real Which nobody up. nobody who wrote history is bothered to show up for, so we don't really know that much about it, other than it was really bad. Um also I forgot to mention, um, uh, so the Valar give uh Arundel and Elwing the choice, like, do you want to die like men? Do you want to live forever and get sad like elves? We'll let that And their sons. Yes. It's also important that they also got the yes. choice. So Elwing chooses to live forever. Arundel wants yes. to die, but uh, loves her so much that he chooses not to die. <laughs> Love yes. that for him. Um, Elrond, uh, this will shock you, decides to be an elf. <laughs> uh, yeah. And his brother um, chooses to be a man. Uh, that guy's never mentioned again, because I assume he died before anything <laughs> He's dead. happened. He's dead. He's fucking dead. <laughs> Really, she, she chose poorly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The elves seem like they have a really miserable time living I w- forever. I would <laughs> rather die than be an elf. Not like I'd rather <laughs> die right this minute, but like I would rather death be a possibility than just live forever elf and get up. sad. <laughs> As ever, I think all... Ch- choose to stop. Like, they can just chill with all the dead people. Yeah, they can just they can. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. always depicted as they're they're kind of like moping about it. No one's like happy to live forever in Elfdom. Yeah, but it's I would 2022, be. we have therapy now. 
<laughs> the elves. The, <laughs> Valinor does not have therapists. Yeah, but if I was an elf, I'd be different. I mean, all the elves have departed by the time therapy's invented, isn't the thing? Yeah, that's true. Would there not therapy in the Shire? I feel like there'd no. be therapy no. in the Shire. Uh, anyway, um, the big battle like s- sinks a large portion of the northern part of Beleriand. Um, everyone's in boats, and they are all allowed to come uh, if they want, and you know, come back and say they're sorry and make peace and live happily as much as they can. And they do. Most of the elves fucking leave. Yeah. You know what else fucking leaves? Hmm. The surviving Balrogs. Oh yeah. Yeah. What happens with them? Well, most of them get fucking got. Yeah. And then a few of them grow underground. Okay. Yeah. Like, say, under uh, Yep. Yeah. That seems... Uh, Tour also goes to uh, Valinor. Yep. Uh, he's, he's the only one. You uh, please... that Elwing can turn into a bird. I forgot to mention yes. that Elwing turns into a bird. Well, she can fly and she has wings. I guess she doesn't turn into a bird. But, yeah. Please enjoy this incredible map that is on specifically the Wikipedia page of the Silmarillion uh, that someone has made. Okay. It is an SVG file, so you got to click through. Uh. Okay. Yes. yes. What am I looking at here? World. This is this is what happens after the Second Age. This is not for this is this is for next week. Okay. I know because once they sink Numenor, I, we we talked about this when we covered the appendices. Oh, when they yes. sink Numenor, they turn the Earth circular. I'm just right. in awe of these uh, Wikipedia-style maps for uh, the Middle Earth and what have you. Yes, we okay. This is coming back to me that like the sinking yes. of Numenor makes the world round. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the most famous plot from the Sun Running to me. It is. I mean, th- th- those two things are like tied together, but one does not cause they they remove Valinor from the Earth and sink Numenor all at once. Fuck the humans! Mm-hmm. Um, you can't come to the Undying Lands anymore. Um, this this does have a nice little history of Arda here on the Wikipedia page. Years of the lamp duration thirty three thousand years. Uh, <laughs> years of the trees duration fourteen thousand three hundred seventy three years. Uh, first age continued. 590 years <laughs> yes <laughs> lot goes down yeah yeah it's a really bad time for everyone involved yeah. second day 3400 imagine years. imagine you're the elves that just stayed in valinor and it's just like in a blink of an eye everyone's back and they they fought like 17 wars and everyone you've ever known who mattered died <laughs> it's like when i log on after a day that i haven't been on twitter <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what the fuck happened here <laughs> like it's been 500 years how'd you fuck everything up so badly But yeah, people like Kyrdan and uh, Galadriel stay. Yeah. They're like, no, we love the world. Why would we go to Valinor? We find out what happens to them later, of course. They're chilling. Already did what that part. What happens to Galadriel? <laughs> she sails west at the very end of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, because she was in the place. Yeah. She's like, my ring doesn't work anymore, so Lothlorien's fucked. I'm leaving. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. She, did she I learn anything? Probably not, actually. She got it. <laughs> She just kind of like was keeping Lothlorien alive, and it, and then that was done. Yeah, she had a, she had a brief moment where she could have been the villain, chose not to do that, but really learned no other lessons, and then went home. <laughs> <laughs> but it it is funny that she enters the story being like, "It would be cool to have my own kingdom." She gets it, yeah, 
And then she's like, oh, I could have an even bigger kingdom. No, I guess I'll go west. <laughs> it was a, yeah. a little older, a little wiser. Nah, I'm not going to take the ring. It would be bad. It was a polygon preview for the Rings of Power about Gladriel that had this line that I, I, had, I found it again. But it made me so confused because it was like... Uh, it was a description of the, you know the famous Gladriel scene in in uh, Flash of the Ring. Vash um, shakes as if possessed by a force beyond mortal re- reckoning. But a moment later, all is well, leaving millions of movie viewers to wonder what the heck was all that about. Now, was anyone on Earth confused about what happened when Gladriel made you know went all weird in the Flash of the Ring? Oh it was just <laughs> this world's most simple. Me- the, 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 the entire, like, 80% of the movie up to that point is various powerful people going, oh no, the fucking ring's tempting me. That's the entire plot of Lord of the Rings. Gandalf says, don't give me the ring. It's pretty obvious what... Okay. <sighs> so the third age is 3,021 years long. Mm-hmm. And after that is when Adam and Eve... Start the assassins yeah. after rebelling against the Isu. Yeah. Right. The Isu? The what? The aliens. They're called the Isu? I, the Assassin's Creed aliens, yeah. When did that I come out? The Isu, maybe. It's ISU. I forgot that ancient aliens were involved. I remembered that Adam and Eve were involved, but not that ancient aliens were. I remember the ancient aliens involved because I remember getting the Adam and Eve like cutscene from two where they're breaking out of Eden, which is like a weird alien place. Mm hmm. And that's why the episode. Yeah, it's a cyber pyramid. Anyway. <laughs> We're at the end of the episode. We can talk about whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> we have a whole other podcast to record after this. Oh, well, you do. I'm going to fucking bed. Yes. I forgot about that because uh, those episodes just kind of washed past me, not even over me. You're so wrong. Eh. I'm in the middle of the two of you. <laughs> and then I understand why that's true, but also uh, we'll talk about it. That's for another time. I think they should make Ruby. Another pod. Is what I think. They should make Ruby, but they didn't. <laughs> they so. should make fucking Ruby. They should make what Ruby. else are they anyway? Ruby. Do we want to wrap this up? I guess so. Jackson, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at headfallsoff on Twitter.com. You can find the podcast that me and M do out of normalmapping.com. M, what about you? You, you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. Uh, you want to support us, you can do that at patreon.com slash normalmapping. Come back next week where we talk about the last two parts of this book, the Akalabeth and of the Rings of Power, I think that's what it's yep. called, right? I believe so. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at autumnal. You can go to exportodd.io. That takes you to the Patreon page where you can find links to all our podcasts and the free feeds or... You give us a dollar a month, you get this podcast early. You get Ordate Stairwells early. You get Hot Singles early. You get, uh, uh, I just had it in my head, Gotham City Limits early. Um, I think, yeah. Nora. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I've done at uh, NoraBlake.online. For $5, you can get access to uh, Pop Town Funk, which is behind because we got sick. Uh, we roll Funko Pops. We watch movies. You know what it is. Yeah. We still have not watched the film we discussed on this podcast last time. Nope. And we will not be having a second conversation about the Ramones today. (laughs) Um, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. You can find us in 20 minutes on uh, Newbie, which is in the export audio feed. Yeah. 
Now you got to release both episodes within 20 minutes of each other, so I hope you're happy. Exportodd.io slash exportaudio. Well, well it's, no, it's it's an hour of each other. If this one's 40 minutes, then, you know. Go to bed. <laughs> Stop talking. Oh, sorry. Was I making sense about something and you were annoyed about it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, read for Ruin and the Red Dawn.